Good morning, Rabboisai. Today's share is being sponsored by Mark Ashkenazi, for Rivka Yehudis Bas Yafa Chaya and Shena Rochel Bas Rivka. You should find the Shidduch Bekorov. I want to say Yishkoyach uh, Yossi Sounders from Manchester, who put he has a famous newspaper there, the Jewish Weekly, that goes out to 60,000 people. So he put in a nice ad. Um, Yossi in the Jewish Weekly wish a huge Mazel Tov to Eli in the Merkaz Daf Yomi, Ramabit Shemesh, his Rebetzin Feige, the Mishpacha, an engagement of his son Aaron Tamalka Kapilovich. That's her name. Okay, I got it right this time because it's in writing. Um, Rabbi I love this picture. Great picture. It's from Yosef Mevorach. He says he went to the cave of Rabbi Yisrael Sklover. I think that's how you pronounce it, in Tveria. He's the Tiklan Chadetan. It's a Givaldic picture. Look at this. There's a nice Ben with his kids at the Tiklan Chadetan's caver. We're learning the Tiklan Chadetan. That's the one opportunity we get to learn from a Sefer exclusively. And here is a picture from Yitzi Hershkowitz. And he says, I cannot believe this. Last time I saw my Chavrusa from Chaim Berlin, I learned the Chaim Berlin for two years. Givaldika, Givaldika guy. Balmida is a big Balkish and a great learner. So, Kamea Axenberg. Here's Yitzi Hershkowitz, and here's my Chavrusa. I would never in a million years recognize him. This is Mamish Chasima Sazokan. The last, the last time I saw him, he was clean shaven. It's unbelievable. So, it's great to see him. Mishkoyach for sending that in. Uh, great, great email here. This is from, what's his uh, Hebrew name? I forgot his name. Netzach. Okay, maybe we'll get to it. Oh, Tzemach Levi. My name is Tzemach Levi, Sam, Samuels, and I live in Bryn Mawr, Pennsylvania, outside of Philadelphia. I've been learning, it's a long one, so let me skip around there a little bit. I've been learning that Yoimi with you since the beginning of Sech the Shabbos, and enjoy it very much. Look forward to every shir. Because the time zone, okay, I can't participate on Zoom. I go to Torah anytime, or YouTube. I was delighted to have stumbled on the live shir, Zoom, of Pesach. I had an opportunity to exchange greetings. I'm facing a dilemma. You hear this dilemma, Rabbi Yisai, what would you say? I appreciate your opinion in my proposed course of action. A bit of my background, I grew up in Oil City, a small town in western Pennsylvania near the site of the first oil well. The Kitzer is a small Jewish town, Hebrew school, no school. Unfortunately, the day school, oil still disappeared. I retired from the corporate world in 2013 and finally was able to devote more time to Jewish learning. I joined a local-based medrash. For Seder Bismarck in Philadelphia, where I'm able to enjoy Shiurim and Mishnah Brewer, Mishnahis, Gemara, range of topics. Kitzer, I began learning Gemara with Chavrusa over Skype and a Rabbi Art Scroll. And by Kitzer, he completed a large portion of Shas. But not in the Fiyomi order, which brings me to my dilemma. I am now 73 years old and Baruch Hashem in relatively good health. If I stay the official Dafiyomi schedule, I'll finish Shas with the Oilum. The conclusion of Menachas on May 1st, 2026. However, I've already completed many of the Masechus which Adai will be learning between now and then. To be specific, Bikitsi goes through the whole thing. So he wants to know, maybe when we get to a certain Masechus, he should jump and do Nadarim, while we do Sukkah and Beitzah, and then I'll do Menachas, Bikitsi, when we do Tainas Megillah, that's the Shiloh. So first of all, it's been long, been one of my goals to finish Shaz. I'm excited to be able to see the way they do it in one and a half years. Unfortunately, for that to happen, I'll have to leave Yashir. 
and the joy I get from it. For two extended periods of time, decisions, decisions, I look forward to meeting him, but Shemesh from day, Kolto. So, number one, I would say, you're 73 years old. It's time to pick it up a little bit, no? What's another 45 minutes of learning the daf? Learn the daf and learn the other mesechta. That's what I would say. Why can't you do another 45 minutes and you can put it on one and a half speed, 30 minutes. There's no time now for Parnas and these things. Now it's time to, 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 to start catching up and learning Torah. But if you're going to tell me you don't have another minute of the day, just not going to work, then I would say since you gave me such a, a whole schedule over here and you're so organized and you know what you're doing, then maybe you should jump ahead. You should change. But if you see that you're not doing a daf a day, then you come back to the shir. What do you say? But my age is do both. Why not? Chaparayin, chaparayin is kedai. Okay. Today, Rabbi Yisaydav Tevzayin. Tevzayin, we're holding three lines down. Mishanigna Zaharayin, we're doing easier sugis now in Shkolem. It's no longer that hard Shkolem, Tiklan Chadatin. Yeah. Oh, Hayoim. Hayoim. Tisha Yomim. Sheheim Shavua Echod Ushne Yomim Boimer. Thank you. By the way, there's only seven days left to Shkolem. And big uh, to be announced. Nah, I'll probably be on a plane somewhere. And then we're starting Yuma. Now, I don't recommend starting Yuma. I recommend starting jumping right now in Shkolem. But if you know anybody that likes only stars from the beginning of Mesech, so recommend it. When they were Goynez, when Yeshio was Goynez the Aaron, they buried it forever. There were other things that were in the Kodesh HaKadoshim that were buried together with the Aaron, such as the jar of the man. That later on, Yirmiyah, when he gave Musa to Klai Yisrael, and he said, Why are you working? You should be learning Torah. So what does everybody say? What's the first excuse? And the excuse remains until this very day. What do you mean? To do Parnosa. Parnosa. <laughs> what about Torah? So he told them, HaKashboch has ways of being a Pharisee. Look, here's the man. He took out the man and showed them. HaKashboch said, Be goynas, put this man in the Kodesh Kodashim for when you'll need it. But later on, it was Nignaz forever. Utzluchas Shemen Hamishcha, as we're going to describe soon, this is the oil they anoint specifically the Kohen Gadol, and also the kings, when HaKadosh Baruch wanted to show, when he made a nice, who's in charge, that Aaron is in charge, he told all the heads to bring their sticks, and the whole, the Pasuk, where they put the, the stick in, the makal, and Aaron's grew, Shkedim. So they were going as the stick, the stick was there, the maka was there to show the nace and that the koyhanim come from Aaron. The argaz, sheshivu plishtim osham lelike Yisro. So later on, the plishtim sent the box with different things in there, the, the hemorrhoids, etc., to show the gold. So that box was buried. Mignozoi, Yoishiyo Gnozoi, Yoishiyo was a tzaddik, he was going as a kizbin, shiro, shikosu. Oh, 
He said, you know, eventually, Akush Baruch Hu is going to take everything. Bekitzer, he saw that it's, there's going to be a time that things are going to go bad. So instead of the Aaron going into the hands of the enemy, he buried it. Now, um, it says in the Pasuk here, that Shlema Melech created a hiding place for the Aaron, just in case it needs to go into hiding. So in the Beis Hamikdash, because it already says that Shlema Melech built the Beis Hamikdash. So what is it? Was what what's this pasuk repeating? The pasuk is saying that he, he built something special, a hiding place. Don't worry about it. You're not going to have to carry it on your shoulders. It's it's going to go into hiding and it's going to stay there forever. And we're going to see, as we mentioned in the Mishnah, that uh, according to one man, Dalmar was hidden in the Lishkas Eitzim, where they store the wood. And we're going to see this machlaik, isn't it? If Chas V'Shalom, the Aaron, ever goes with you to Babel, it'll never come back. Okay. There's a beautiful pshad here in the Kaftav Ferach, Ayin Sham. Pitom b'shem so the Torah enumerates, take a, uh, 250 cinnamon and this, uh, different things. Total, shame elev v'chamesh meis marim. It's a thousand five hundred portions. So approximately, let's say, call it fifty pounds. Shemen zayis hin And then you take the oil, trying to make oil that smells really good. It's twelve lug, a gallon or two. Shavoy sholkim esayikarin that you soak the roots of all these things that you brought, the 1,500 monim. It's not a good idea to soak it in oil because there's not enough oil and the oil is going to go directly into the roots and you won't have any oil left over to use to anoint the kayin, to anoint the king. You have to literally smear oil. And as we're going to see, it lasted for a very, very long time. And they did a lot of smearing with it. So if you're going to soak it into the roots, if the roots, the roots are going to soak it up. There won't be anything left from those two gallons of oil. So what do you do? First, you take the root, you soak it in water. Now, it has no room to soak anything else in. Now, you take the oil and put it on top of the root. And once the oil smelled good from all these different perfumes, all these plants, now you take the oil off. That's what the, oil, the, the perfume makers do. If you look at the Pasuk, find it here. It says in the Pasuk, So the Pasuk actually says that it's done like a professional perfume maker. Okay, so that's, that's basically what the Gemara is trying to say here, that it was done in a professional way. This oil was a, a simple nase from beginning to end. It started out with 12 log. A hin is 12 log. If you're going to soak it, soak the roots, you won't have enough. You have the fire, and the wood, 
absorbs, and the pot absorbs. And nevertheless, there's so much left. The entire Mishkan, we call Kalev, and all the vessels, Ashulchan, the entire Shulchan, we call Kalev, Amenoyer, we call Kalev. We call Kalev, Amenoyer, 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 we call so Aaron Akoyan was Nimshach. All the Kohanim Gedalim and all the kings. It was one batch, lasted forever, for all that time. Melech, Batchilaton Meshicha, Melech, Bemelech, Eintal Meshicha. So the original king gets anointed. Everyone after him, if it's a son or a son of a son, no, no Meshicha. My Taima, Kum Meshachayu Kizehu. That's it. Zehu, like in Hebrew, it says Zehu. That's it. This guy, that's it. You don't, you don't anoint the son. Forever. If there's a, a son of a Kayin Gadol, the son of a Kayin Gadol gets anointed. And all that oil remains forever. This is Gematria 12, the 12 log. All 12 log are going to last forever. Stamazay, you should know that uh, it's not in our sugya, but it's important to know it is kind of in our sugya. If one were to take and anoint himself, let's say, it's one of the 36 karases that we just we learned the other day. There's 36 karases. You don't anoint somebody that doesn't, that's not available for anointing. So if you decide you're a king, and you want to be anointed, you get karas. Where do you do this Mashiach? Where do you anoint? Do you take the oil and shmir them? Where do you do it? By, by a water source to show that this, his melucha is going to last, like water that just comes out of the ground and, and continues to come. Okay, it's a water source. So, if a son of a king doesn't need to be anointed, so why was Shlomo Melech anointed if his own father David was anointed already? So the answer is, anytime you have a machloikus, so maybe it's to show that he's the right one, but since Adonio was his brother, he decided that he was going to be the king. He wanted to marry Avishag Shunamis, and the way the only way that you can marry Avishag is since he was already belonged to David, you can't marry a king's wife unless you're your king. So he decided to be a king and he decided to kick his brother out. So Mamela they had to anoint Shlem and say, No, you, he's anointed. Look, we're anointing him. So Yo was a wicked woman and she was killing all the descendants and they left one, Yoyosh, all David's descendants. They left Yoyosh, they hid him in Kodesh HaKadoshim for six years. So he was, in a, he was a small child, they pulled him out and they made him king while she was still alive. Okay, so now you have two brothers. Yahyachaz was younger than his brother. Nevertheless, he was anointed. So they had anointed him to show that he is, in fact, the king. So it's a question. 
if these are kings that are Yisraelim, a Yisrael doesn't get Meshicha, only uh, a Melech Meis David. Yoyachaz mipnei yoyakim achiv shoygadom mimenu shteishanim. Another question. Their father, Yoshio, he already buried the oil that we said that he buried. He buried all these things, the man, the oil. So when you're dealing with his son that's becoming a king, there was no oil left. So what do you mean that they anointed him? So we have two questions here. First of all, Yisrael doesn't get anointed. Second of all, there's no oil to anoint with. Okay. It wasn't the real thing. It was a fake. It was a farsamoy, balsam oil. But it was just lezeicher to say, look, if we had the real oil, this is what we would do. So once you have this fake oil, you can you can be moishach a uh, Yisrael. You can be moishach somebody that when there's no oil at all. You take a horn like a shofar, something that lasts a long time, a karen, and you anoint from that karen. However, Shaul and Yehu, they were anointed from a flask, Stam was a cheap thing, something they could break. And therefore, their kingdom was considered one that doesn't last long. They were nimshach from a long-lasting vessel, such as a horn, and therefore it lasted. Omar Rabbi Yudon Antunidroya the reason why we don't anoint a Kayan to be a Melech, because it says, Only from Yehuda. It says in the next passage, they don't have nothing to do with the uh, kingdom. Yet, since it's Samoch, it's the next passage over, so we say that a Kayan cannot be a king. Who Yoichanan who Yoyachas? So Yoichanan is Yoyachas. Now we said the Yoyachas, a second ago we said Yoyachas was the second brother, who's two years younger than his brother. And it says that Habachar Yoichanan, the oldest brother, is Yoichanan. So how could Yoyachas be Yoichanan if Yoyachas is not the older brother? Says the Gemara, because when it comes to the sons, Yeshio had Yachaz, He was the first one to be the king. They were all kings, but he was the first one. So another one of Yeshio's kids was Shalom. So Shalom Tzitkiyo is the same. There's two sons. One was called Tzitkiyo, he's the third. And the other one was called Shalom, and he was the fourth. So how can you say Shalom and Tzitkiyo are the same? They're not the same. Says Gemara, they are the same. One was the third brother, and one was the third, uh, the fourth. In other words, that Tzitkiyo only became king fourth. He wasn't the third one because Ichanya, a grandson, was king in between, kicked him out. So he was the king, only the fourth in line to his father. Amazing story, not going to go into it, but basically Nebuchadnezzar killed Tzitkiyo's sons right in front of his eyes and then blinded Tzitkiyo so that that should be his last memory. And Tzitkiyo accepted the Yisurim 
And Nebuchadnezzar called him Tzidkiyo. Tzadik Allah is Hadin. Tzidik Allah Midas Hadin. Shalom. Shabiyon Shalom Ma'achos Beis David. That was it. L'shalom Avishmei, V'letzikyo Avishmei, Elo Matanyo. His real name was Matanyo, not Tzidkiyo, not Shalom. Lo Lechsiv, V'yam Lech Melech Bavel, Es Matanyo, Doi Detaklo V'yasev, Eshmoi, Tzidkiyo. Melech Bavel called him Tzidkiyo. Interesting that we... For the rest of the Navi, I guess that's his name, Tzidkiyo. Oh, Rabbi Yechonah. Ba'amo shal shisho tfachim hoya ha'aroin asui. The aroin. Which, inside the aroin, we had, for sure, we had the luchas. We might even had this tyra, the sefer tyra. Top of the aroin, you have the, the kruvim. Parsik nafayim, sometimes they went that way. So, how large was the aroin? So that's the Shiloh over here. Machloikis. Ba'amoshal shisha tvachim haya aren asud. So one manama says that we use, the Torah tells us how many amas. It's two and a half amas. But do we use an amma of six tvachim or five tvachim? Huge enough kemino. If it's six tvachim, then we can fit a safe Torah in there. If it's only five tvachim, there's no room. Mantana ba'amoshal shisha tvachim, remeir, the snare, remeir, oimir, kalamis. All the Amas were the medium one, which means six, not five and not six point something. Six Tfachim per Amma. Since the Aran is a Kli, we're dealing with the five Tfachim variety of an Amma. So now according to the Mayor, do Omar Tfachim He says that the Aaron was built with the sixth Tfachim, Amo. Argushalaren Chamisha Asr Tfachim. So it comes out that the Aaron was 15 Tfachim long. The Chsiv. Amosayim Vachetzi Arkad. Two and a half times six equals 15. But the Gemara gives it to us like a Panavitcher math student. Amosayim Vachetzi Arkad. Amso Ashito. One times six equals six. Now we do that again. The amso ashito. One times six equals six. So two of them together. Twelve. Twelve. Upalgus amso and a half of six equals plus three. So three plus twelve equals fifteen. Now. So we have 15, 15 tefachim. But we have to take off one tefach for the walls. Each wall was a half a tefach on each side. So we're left with 14. You have four luchas, the two broken ones and the two whole ones. Each luach, each one of the luchas is three. So three times four is 12. So what are we left with? We, have, we started with 14 from the inside of the box is 14. And now the luchas take up 12. So we're left with two tefachim. Those two tvachim fit the Sefer Torah. In other words, the Sefer Torah was two tvachim wide. Says the Gemara, We could either go with this picture from the Masifta. It's interesting, but it's kind of dark. These are the broken ones. You see all these lines, broken ones? Here are the two whole ones. If you look closely, there's a Sefer Torah here. So three plus three plus three plus three equals twelve. Plus two for the Sefer Torah is 14. So you have 14. 
plus another hevetavachir for the actual wood or the gold is 15 tfachim, and that's what we're talking about. Or, if you would like, you go with the art scroll, sponsored by the art scroll. This is a little clear, not as pretty, but very clear. Luach, 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 that takes up 12, plus the Torah is 14. They do it over here, 3, 3, 3, 3, plus, actually there's 2. So 3, 3, 3, 2, plus 2, great. Now, this is 9 Tfachim. Okay. Let's see what's going on here. Uh... The ones that you broke, the something bar put the broken ones into the art. Each one was six tvachim. You have to be garish here shloisha. So each one was six by three. The ten arkon shaluchos la arkoi shalara. Maybe you have to be garish the rock boy, but anyways, you put the luchos this way. So you have, because you started out with 15, and you only took, took up 12, so now you're left with 3. Now we turn to Dav Tezayin Omud Beis. Sponsored for Schos of Shidduch Fadina Tamar, Bas Esther Rifko, by Yaakov Badner, and Stephen Sokolow. And sponsored for Shidduch for my daughter, Sarlina Bas Goldo Leo. So you need to give at least a half a tevach, not at least, exactly half a tevach for each wall of the Arite. So now you just took off one full tevach. So rather than having 15 tevachim, now you have 14. Now you left with two tevachim, perfect. Sefer Torah fits in right over here. I'm so she's the Palgus Amsot Lasso. Sorry. Rach boy shall aroin tisha tevachim. From here to here is nine tefachim, as you see right over here. How do we know that? Dechsev ama vachetzi rochboy one and a half ama. How much is one and a half times six? Well, I'll tell you. Amso ashiso palgus amso tlaso. Amso ashito one ama six. Upalgus and a half ama. Upalgus amso and a half ama tlaso is three. So three plus six equals nine. Now we could skip. Three lines. The gun takes it out because it comes right up. Now, if the luach itself from here to here is six, and from the whole box is nine, so you have three tfachim that we need to deal with. Says the Gemara. You must take over half a tefach and half a tefach. So you see, this Gemara was perfect for Panovichers like me. The Gemara that tells us that the uh, Revius is two fingers by two fingers, that was a different story. So because we take off one, so we have three Tfachim extra, one goes for the dark area over here for the wall. Now we're left with two Tfachim. What do we do? One for this empty space here, and one for the empty space here, and that's so you could grab the luchos. Who grabbed the luchos? Like we discussed yesterday, 
Shaul grabbed the luchas. According to Rashi, every Yom Kippur, the Kohen Gadol has to take out the Seva Torah and read from it. And on Hakel, they take it out, according to Rashi. Other Rishonim argue, they say, no, Seva Torah never moves. Maybe I'll stop for a second. Hold on. I want to say Shalom Aleichem to Rav Avram Schwartz from England and from Yitzi Spiro. Shalom Aleichem Yitzi. I'm in Chicago. Maybe if I see your, your parents, I'll say hello to them. Beranoch Ari Bloom. Shkoyach. Beautiful job, Rabbi. I got to say, I don't think I spoke enough about this Haggadah. 67 pages of Haggadah with pictures and they retire from so, so many different people. So Shkoyach Gadol. Vasnach, Heinach, I don't know where you are, if you're in England, Shalom Aleichem, if you're in Israel, Shalom Aleichem. Okay, we'll go weiter. Al Daita Rabbi Yehuda, do Omar ba'amo shel chamisha tfachim hoi argue. By the way, big, I, I want to say, I don't know if I could say this, but I'll say it anyways. I don't think it's a big deal. Noam Fix's son learns in France, and he hasn't seen him over a year because of COVID. They didn't let anybody come into France or out of France. So he flew to France, that's where he is. If you want to know where, he's in France. Now, I hope he doesn't kill me for saying this, I don't see... Why would be upset about that? But anyways, it's a big simcha. Over a year, not to see a, a 14, 15-year-old son is an amazing thing. All right. Anyway, Zog to Gemara. Now, did I skip anything? Just in case. Yeah. No, sorry. Yeah, I did. I don't know what the word is. Okay. So, two tvachim in order to take out the Sefer Torah. We're dealing with five tvachim. That's Shitas Rabbi Yehuda. And he goes with this one right over here. Everybody's going to say there's only four luchas inside the Aaron. There's no Sevetar. The Sevetar is hanging out somewhere on the outside of the Aaron from, in a box from the outside. Well, so Kalim, Chamisha. Kalim are five. No, we're dealing with the Aaron. That's a clue. So, if you do two and a half Amo times five comes out to twelve and a half amo. The chesiv amo sayim v'chetzi arka. So the Gemara does the math for us. Amso chamsha. So one amo equals five. Ve'amso chamsha and another amo equals five. Total ten. Upalgus amso and a half of five is treu poly is two and a half. So two and a half plus ten equals twelve and a half. Now varbal luchos are you boy? And those four luchos shneim 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 shbur. Unbelievable. The Gemara goes through the whole thing again. Yeah. Same thing. We're not changing anything. The Luchos are the same in both my according to Six by three. Ten so what do we have? We start out with 12 and a half. So we're only left with a half a tefach. So we have a problem. Obviously, the size of the iron cannot be like Rameir. Because Rameir said that each side is a tefach, is a, is a half a tefach. And now all we have is a half a tefach for both sides. 
So it must be that Rabbi Yudah holds that the Aran, the thickness of the Aran, was half that of Rameir. Again, again, slow, the math. Twelve and a half tefachim from corner to corner. The luchos take up twelve. So we're left with a half a tefach for the walls. So in other words, it's a quarter of a tefach, or we call it two fingers. Now, what about the width? It's a little different, because now we're dealing with five tefachim amas, not six. So, According to Rabbi Yehuda, it's seven and a half tefachim from corner to corner. How much is the amma v'chetzi times five? Amso chamsha one amma equals five. Upalgus amso trigupali. And now we skip four lines, three lines, to where it says tein rochbo, tein rochbo l'rochbo shalorim mishtan sham tefachim mechza. Ezbel koyz mukam ezbel koyz mukan. So, if we're going to remove, so we have one and a half tefach left. So, if we have, right, because the luach itself is six, and we're dealing with seven and a half tefachim, so we have one and a half tefach to play with. Well, the wall is a half a tefach, so now we're left with one tefach that we don't know what to do with. So, that's the blank space over here in order to maneuver the luchas to take them in and out when necessary. So holding smack in middle of the Amod. So this is a very fundamental machlokes. This picture that I showed you is according to this sheet right over here, Rebchanino. Now there was in fact three boxes. This box, the outer box, is made out of pure gold. And the inner box is made out of pure gold. But the middle box, I forgot what it's called, the Russian egg, you know what I'm talking about. The middle box was made out of wood. And when the Torah says oisa, that you should cover the box with gold, Rabbi Hanina understood that it's not literally like the Arankhaydash and Panovich that is gold-plated. But rather, you make a box of gold and you put the wooden box inside it. So now the outer part of the box is covered in gold. And then you take another golden box and you put it inside the wooden box. So now the inside of the wooden box is covered with gold. The only problem is, what about the top part of the box? Right over here. This area that goes around the lip. What about that? How do you get that to be gold? Says the Gemara, so that, by that, you're Makayim, the Taira of the Tzipo, you should plate it. So why does it say, Tzipeno again? That you must cover the edge of the box. And how do we do that? No. So how do you do that? If you look closely right over here, there's a, a lip that extends over the, the top box. You see, you can see it maybe in this corner right over here. Really? Yeah. 
the, the zoom people you need to pick up the picture a little bit more you don't see the whole page oh like that now yeah, you see yeah, that's thank you okay if you look right over in this corner you can see how the box the lip extends slightly right over here and that when you put it when you push down this box it covers the edge of the wood so all four all six sides of the box of the wooden box are covered in gold not literally they're not on it but they're covering it when you put the outer box and the inner box over the over it and in it I mean, if you were to read the, if you weren't learning the Gemara, just reading the pasuk, you'd probably say like Rabbi Shimon Melakish. It says, "Vitzipisa oisoi zohav tar mebaisu machutz." that's the simple way of reading it. That you take a box of wood and you cover it with gold on all sides. How did he to come up with this? He was medayik very much, and it should have said "Vitzipisa mebachut." A different diok, but at the end of the day, the the if you're not like looking hard. You would say that tzipisa means literally take a wooden box, this middle guy, forget the inner one, forget the outer one. We're not, he, he does away with those two boxes. It's one box made out of wood, plated with gold. There's any gaps between the wood, you have to fill that in Nicely with gold. Now, we all go to shul, and you know, in a lot of shuls, they pass in that the luchas is five over here and five over there. That's how we that's how we grew up. We don't know anything else besides that. So the Gemara here tells us it might have been different. There's a bunch of sheets here. That's the guy in charge of all the shows in the world. He holds like Rabbi Chanino. Chananyo. Chananyo ben Gamliel loimer chamisha luach zev chamisha luach zev. Ado dechsiv vayichtevim. The Goyin has another pasuk here. Aseris hadvarim. Okay. Vayichtevim ashni luach zev. Chamisha luach zev chamisha luach zev. Vayichtevim. You take the aseris hadibros. And you write them on two separate luchas, it says. Okay. They're not saying that there's 20 dibras. It's the same as Sarah's had dibras. But Chacham say, 10 go over here, and the same 10 go on the second luchas. After rush, you know why? Because in four minutes the lights go out. Menachem is loving it. Mamish loving it. Rav Shem ben Yechayo Imer Esrim Aluach Zev Esrim Aluach Zev. It's twenty. Again, it's the Aseres Hadibros, but double on each Luach. Dechsiv Aichti Ve'Ashlim Luach Zavarim Esrim Aluach Zev Esrim Aluach Zev. In other words, you have ten over here and ten on the opposite side. It's a square. In other words, you take the square on each side, on all four sides of the square, you put 10 down times two, both luchas. Chananyo, Benachai, Benachi, Rabbi Yeshua Imer, 
Unbelievable. In between each Anoichi Hashem, right underneath it, the entire Torah, all the Torah, all the Pesukim. The Beis HaLevi says, not only that, all of Gemara. The kids are in next. It's like Tarshish, the Great Sea, the Mediterranean. You, you have Kiyama Rabba, unbelievable amount of information in between the Lukas. When he came to this passage, he said, between the giant waves, the smaller waves. So between each word and word, the smaller, because it's the whole Torah. This makes sense. Oh no, hold on a second. You know what? We could go like this, but let me let me turn on the light. Hold on. Son, I saw this would never happen. Let's go out. Okay. So, sorry, Menachem. We're going weiter. He already went off. According to Rabbi Udo, I know. According to Rabbi Udo, where is he? According to Rabbi Udo, the Luchas took up the entire Aran, so the Sevetar had to be outside of the Aran. So he's saying like this. We have two psukim. These are the two psukim. Vinosata lo orin eso edus. Inside the orin, put the edus. What does edus mean? Now, according to Yehuda, the only thing it can mean is luchos. There's nothing else that you put in the orin. Okay. And then this is pasuk tazayin. In pasuk chavalav it says vinosata sakapoyres ala orin cover the orin milamalo. And then it says ve'el orin titan eso edus. What's going on here? Now, according to Remeyer, that the Sefer goes inside. So, what this Pasuk is saying is, put the Luchas in, and in 40 years from now, we'll talk again. When Moshe Rabbeinu, when you go into Eretz take the Sefer put it in. But that's way later. But according to Yehuda, what's going on here? If you're covering the Aron, how are you going to get the Luchas inside? Says the Gemara, the terrorist that everybody loves. My time the remainder seven satas a capores al hore milamolo vela orientitan seidus. So the edus according to Rebuda Remeyer means the Torah. Asher etin elecho. Adaite the Rebuda, you have to be glorious here, do Omar ein mugdom umuchabat Torah. So so you have to say according. What did I just drop? Okay. So according to Remeyer, where was I? According to Remeyer, we're talking about. The Torah goes inside. But according to Rabbi Yehuda, we have to say, This red comes after the blue. In other words, first, you put the luchas in, blue, and then we're going to read the red. There's no, nothing comes earlier or later in the Torah, even in one pasuk. First, Blue. And then, just going to do this line and that's it for today. 
Amazing things going on here. This Torah that HaKosh Baruch Hu gave Moshe, the son of Eish Levana, it was a white fire, Charuta Be'esh Shechaira. It was carved out in black fire. In other words, like our Sefer Torah today, it's black letters on a white background. But this is in fire. And the Tikkun Chantin says on all these things, Eish Levana is a remez to Rose Torah. It's white. It's the secrets hidden in the Torah. That's HaKosh Baruch Hu gave Moshe Rabbeinu the secrets. He eish muvleles beish. It's fire that's mixed into fire. If you want to see in this week's Ar Merkaz, Rabbi Schomburg has beautiful pshatim over here. Chatsuva meish unesuna meish. It's carved out of fire and it's given in fire. Dichsiv miminoi eish das lamay. With Hakadosh right hand, he gave fire to us. Now, before we stop. It's kedai to see this beautiful tikkun chadatin, the last one here. Das lamay. We always say it, right? Very famous pasuk at the end of the Torah. Eish miminoi eish das lamay. What does das lamay mean? Says the tikkun chadatin. Hein oisiyos talmud. Tikkun chadatin here. Where was he? Tikkun chadatin. They went to his caver. So it says the heligi tikkun chadatin. That it's the letters Das Lamay Dalid Saf Lamid Mem Vav spell Talmud. This is our Torah. What we're learning, the Gemara, the Dafiyami is Das Lamay. Kidekasa Rabbeinu Hagoin Nishmasay Eden. I guess the Vilna Goin, because he's a Talmud Goin. Vilamay Haina Shinita Lanu is given to us. Vigamkein Shimchuberes Lanishmasenu. The Torah, if you think about it, HaKosh Baruch Hu gave the written Torah. But that's written. That's in a book. But the Torah Shabbat Peh that we're learning is connected to our Neshama. It's not connected anywhere. It's not given to the Goyim. It was never given to them. Now it's written. Okay, so you could go buy an art scroll. But the Torah, the Torah that we're learning, this Daf Yaimi, is, is something HaKosh Baruch Hu gave our Neshama. He attached it to our Neshama. He didn't give it in a book. That's what he's saying here. He gave it to us. This Torah, this Gemara, the Talmud. Okay. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you Be'ezer Hashem tomorrow. Menachem, please do some Tehillim if you can. Amen. Shkoyar Godoil, thank you. You guys can unmute if you want. Shkoyar, Kisil, if you Kisil Weisberg, you shall be like him. No, Favos, you had a good excuse. Okay. I signed up, but unfortunately I missed it. All right. Well, there'll be another time, Bezer Hashem. Bezer Hashem. It was very successful. Bezer Hashem, we'll do it again.
Good night, who's that, Avi? Yes. Good night, good night. Ellie Trappers in the house. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Awesome. What? What did you say? I can't believe it. Oh, you mean your email? Right, guys. I need to run. Everybody have an amazing day. Monte, you can't run. What are you, what are you going? Today wasn't such a good cheer, Rabbi. I know, I know. I agree, I agree. Yeshua, what was the Nivel Peh? Everything was okay. That was great. Did everybody hear? Yeshua, did you hear what Ellie Trapper said? That's Nivel Peh. Nivel Peh. Unbelievable. Loved it, loved it. Yeshua gets the award for coming on and off the shears so many fucking times. Yeshua, Yeshua, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to have Ellie Trapper for you on the shear. Ellie, ask him a kasha or two about the shear. Ask him. Any kasha, go ahead, Ellie. You're scared, you're scared, Yeshua, you're scared. Ellie, Ellie, ask him a kasha. Ask him anything. Paper. Ellie, ask him what you meant next week's Parsha. See if you get him. <laughs> yeah, what is it's Parsha? That's a good Should line. I, should I oh, put you yeah. in the waiting room? Wait a second. No, no. He's a good guy. Sure is a good guy. This stuff, this stuff, everybody. Yeah, let's hear. Okay, um. Yeah, I, I, Ellie, Ellie, you're very excited. Ellie, you're very excited. I don't like this. You're too excited to stump somebody. Look at you. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, this better be good. Let's hear. No? What is the first possibility in this week's Pasha? Ooh! No, Ellie, 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 you have to ask him a question on today's daf. You can't, that, that's way too hard. The, this week's Pasha is too hard. What? Let's hear what. When the share is no good, I became a rabbi. But when it's good, I'm a mister. He has to like give me a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes, he's there. Of course. Ellie, we might be onto something. No, ask him. Go, go, ask him a cash on today's daf. Um, the first thing I want to do is he has always a test before I read. Read me the first two lines of the beginning of the daf. You gotta explain. <laughs> the page. Come on. By the way, this is all on YouTube. This is all on YouTube, by the way. What? That's fine. That's fine. Hold on. But Ellie, he knows. He knows. He he sends out. He sends out a message to everybody that that we're doing a certain